right, so hello and welcome to Outback Team Building and Training Tips, a monthly audio resource for HR and business professionals. I'm your host, Kara Sai, and this month I'm joined by very special guest, Murray Seward, president of Outback Team Building and Training. Thanks so much for joining me today, Murray. Thanks for the invite. So our topic this month is corporate team building trends for 2018, and Murray will be sharing his insight on the trends he's seen over the last five years. But before we begin, let's get started with our quick team building tip of the month. Each month, we begin the episode with a quick team building tip for our listeners. Murray, what would you say is the biggest or most noteworthy trend you've seen in team building over the years? Well, I guess probably the biggest, most noteworthy trend that I've witnessed firsthand has been the tradition from sort of stagnant, very traditional team building activities to more than what I call multidimensional, cerebral, and kind of emotive or emotion drawing type activities. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, and these events are far more engaging than what used to be the, the case. And it's tough for a human who takes part in these events that are like that to really not get into the events. So it's been a very positive trend in that way. Right, so just more engaging, more exciting, less what you think of like for high school team building and more just... Totally. Yeah. And it's also good because the workplace now, groups are so different. Right. So old school, I think everybody was very homogenous. Yeah. But now, nowadays, groups are so much different and the individuals that make up those groups are so much different. Mm-hmm. So something that might be of interest to one type of person is not going to be of interest to somebody else. But now right. because the event, events are so multidimensional, there's something in them for everybody. And yeah. when they do, are based on kind of to draw out feel, feelings in people. Not that people are talking about their feelings in these events, but it's yeah. better in that sense than they used to be. Yeah, it can resonate with a lot more people. Totally. On, way more. Yeah, more more levels for it to resonate on and just... Exactly, versus the old egg drop or whatever. <laughs> it's like, like, come on guys, I've got something better to do with my time. Right, the versus old trust seeing call. something that's drawing out those feelings in you and you're, you're really getting engaged with it. So yeah. I think that's one of the biggest trends that's certainly happened over the years. Uh, that's awesome. So with that, we'll get to our main interview. So making decisions between indoor and outdoor team building activities tends to be one of the biggest things event planners have to consider. Between the two, is one of them becoming more popular than the other? Yeah, certainly there's a a trend there happening as well. I mean, it depends. Obviously, in some cases, you don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. You you have to be indoors. If you're in in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee in January, you're probably not going to choose an outdoor event. So you have to do an indoor. Um, And there are times where it makes total sense to be outdoors. People don't want to be in. But if you do have the choice... Mm-hmm. Um, that trend is certainly changing. You know, old school years ago, uh, you know, 75% of our events took place outdoors. That's mm-hmm. what customers wanted. Right. And in a sense, it was a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy because those were the events that we built were right. outdoors because that's what people wanted. Right. But more and more as our, our, as our business expanded and as customers started asking for things at all times of the year, we started looking at more indoor events. So mm-hmm. today it's about a 50-50 split. Oh, wow. Um, which has been a big, big change yeah. uh, over the last few years. And so why do you think that is? Well, um, I, I think there's a number of reasons. Um, you know, customers are realizing they don't have to go outside for a great event anymore. Sure. We do have lots of really engaging and interesting options that are indoors. Yeah, that goes back to what you were saying in our quick tip. Totally, totally. So that, that's, a, that's a really primary reason. Another reason is that people are planning these meetings year-round, these get-togethers year-round. They're no longer just waiting for summer. You know, mm-hmm. old school, it was the traditional summer company picnic, and that was all we did for team building. Right. And the Christmas party at Christmas time. Now people are doing them at all different times. Yeah, for so like again, kickoffs and retreats and 
Precisely. Whatever the reason they might be getting together, either an event that's always taken place Mm -hmm. and now they want to insert something into that event, or they're just trying to get together more often to build more engaging teams. So they need things that are indoors in a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, Another one is they're short on time. Right. Like they don't have time to get everybody together, to go off site, to get in a bus or go do whatever we're going to do. We just want to do something for an hour or two hours, or we have a 90 minute break during our conference or during our our planning session. We want to do something engaging. So staying indoors is super efficient. Yeah. And it's cost effective as well. You don't have to pay to move people places. Right. And then I guess the last one that I think is a big reason why is that, again, it comes back to what we talked about in the tip Mm -hmm. um, initially, is just that energy that is brought with an indoor event where everybody's in the same space and it's loud and noisy and people laughing and chuckling and and giving the team next to them maybe a hard time having to (laughs) to laugh that way. So that's been, been a really positive thing that people want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so Outback's created more indoor activities to kind of, you know, keep up with these requests and the growing trends. Do you have a favorite? Um, I, I think of all the indoor activities, my favorite still are the charitable give back events. Right. Um, you know, the apprentice bike build that we do, military support mission, wheelchairs yeah. for charity, and, and hunger games. Those are the events where when the people send their feedback in afterwards, they talk about how everybody really connected with each other mm-hmm. and connected with the charity and with the, the reason for having the event versus, right. you know, why are we doing this? Why yeah. are we getting together? You can't say that when you're building wheelchairs for people in need, that type of thing. Right. You're, you're building a memorable experience. It's truly making a difference for people. Uh, totally. And that's what makes these events more engaging than the traditional events. Right? And going way back when to just the traditional summer family picnic right. where you didn't really want to be there. Yeah. And that's how you acted. But in these events, they're very, very uh, energetic, interesting events and mm-hmm. cerebral as well. So it's good for that. You know, they, it just makes those events more memorable. Yeah, that's, absolutely. I think that's a big reason why that's one of my, those are my favorite of the charitable give back ones. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so are there any other trends that you've noticed over the years? Um, you know, the, the reality TV show trend has been a huge, huge one for us. All right. the way back to 2000 when Survivor sort of started, started yeah. to get going. Um, you know, CSI, Amazing Race, mm-hmm. Minute to Win It, Survivor, as I just mentioned, those have inspired many of our events. Um, and more and more customers are choosing those events every year. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting trend that continues to happen. Whether it will continue to happen down the road, I don't know. Yeah. But people like those events. Well, it's interesting because reality television sort of seemed to have had its heyday, and yet people still seem to be interested in doing these reality TV-inspired activities. Yeah, and I think just uh, for a lot of people, that they're memorable. A lot of people yeah. watch those shows, they may not have liked the show. I didn't yeah. like that Survivor show, but they know the Survivor show exists, and they have a concept right. of what it is. Yeah. An amazing chase or amazing race and things like that. They understand what those things are. Right. And so, so do, you think, for them. do you think that's part of the reason why it's been so popular? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, one of the big problems with any team building event you have is the people, the grown factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people hear this is what they're doing, they can immediately identify with it. Right. Uh, some people get really excited about it. Yeah. Other people at minimum, at least they're just comfortable with what they're going to be asked to do or what they're going to be doing. Right. So it's kind of like the difference, I think, about like when you go to a movie. Mm-hmm. If, you don't, if you're going to a movie with your spouse and you have no idea what this movie is like, like the first half hour you're kind of confused why you're there. Right? But if you've at least watched the preview and mm-hmm. you have some idea, it just helps you be more engaged with going to that movie. So team building is really no, no different in my opinion. And the reality TV stuff, it just helps. People have an idea. Yeah. And they're going to go do Minute to Win It. They have an idea 
of what the heck they might be being asked to do. Yeah. Versus being all nervous about it or, or disengaged. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so uh, you mentioned Survivor. You single-handedly put together Outback's first ever corporate castaways, which is inspired by Survivor. Um, is it safe to say this is your favorite reality TV-inspired activity that we offer? Yeah, it, it, it still is. I mean, it's yeah. been we've been doing it now for almost two decades. But it's still that event that, and I think the main reason why I like it, it reminds me so much of that sports day when you had at school at the very end of the school year. Um, The beauty of it is it's kind of that combination of both physical stuff like the traditional kids sports day, but also Mm -hmm. some cerebral challenges. Yeah. And whenever you go out on site to go watch a group that's doing that event, it's always super high energy. People are laughing, smiling, giggling, having a great time. Yeah. And that's kind of what it's all about. So for me, I I really like that event. Mm -hmm. And the fact that even though there all are... The event itself is basically held in one main area. Even mm-hmm. There's different challenge stations. You, you still keep everybody together, and that energy is yeah. there versus being high energy at the start and then people spread out and go mm-hmm. do their thing and then come back. This one, everybody's together all the time, and it's, it's a really good event. Yeah, no, it looks very exciting. I mean, every time I've gone to see it, people look like they're having a great time. They have that team camaraderie. I mean, they're cheering each other totally. on. They have the friendly competition going. Well, the neat thing about it for us now, too, is it's sort of a side for us. We've been running it for school-age children. Right. So, you know, the grade fives, uh, a lot of throughout, uh, throughout the area will go do that as their kind of graduation activity. Right. So instead of going to the museum, which they used to do, now they're coming up and doing our corporate castaways event. And you see these kids having an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. And you see the teachers having a blast. Yeah. Which is completely different than what that field trip to the the museum or to yeah. the whatever it is it's just a whole different thing well it, it goes back to that tip again it's engaging people are totally. actually excited about what they're doing they know why they're there they're having a great time versus going to a museum and kind of wandering the halls and being like totally. what am i doing here totally totally and there's something for everybody in that activity yeah. that's the other reason why i like it mm-hmm. even if you're not a sports guy or a physical guy there's all kinds of challenges that rely on on cerebral and just thought processes and things like that so different people can and take the lead at different times versus just sitting back and waiting for others to do everything. So it's still one of my favorites. And of course, I just have a fondness for it because I did the original one and built it and, and it was a great experience. So it's yeah. been good. Yeah, that's Love awesome. Love it. So are there any other trends that have popped up over the last year or so? Yeah, I, I think one that we're seeing more and more here, especially in the last year or two, is the concept of collaborative events. Right. And that, those are events where... Instead of working as in, you know, either throughout the entire event or at least for parts of the event, the entire group has to work together to achieve a goal. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's just something customers are asking more and more for. You know, the escape room is an example for us. Domino effect, really popular choices. I think our requests for those events are up about 400% year Wow. Year. So, <laughs> you know, people want this type of activity. Yeah, that's a huge increase. And so why do you think people are, are interested in doing these collaborative activities? Well, I... I mean, the ultimate reason why people are doing team building is they want to do what? They want to build their team. Yeah. They don't want to build micro teams. They want to build one big, strong team. Yeah. And, and I guess the reason why they, they like these events so so much is that they, in, in a small scale, they reinforce to a group that, hey, we can work on a project that maybe we don't know everything about. Mm-hmm. Um, we can work together effectively. We can actually achieve a goal. So that just sort of sets the tone that, hey, this is possible, and hey, let's transfer this to our own business organization, yeah. and we're trying to achieve this goal, 
and we know we're capable of working together. Yeah. So let's see if we can then transfer that, and, and it helps build that foundation to be able to yeah. achieve those greater things. So that would be a great one for different departments who may have not worked together before and totally. maybe embarking on a new project and, and not know how they're going to fit in. Totally. It works really, really well for, for that exact, and that's, you know, silos within companies right. is, a, is a huge issue yeah. everywhere. So it helps those different teams work together and, and maybe get to learn each other a little bit about each other. Yeah. Um, it's also really good for, uh, you know, mergers and acquisitions where you're bringing teams together. Oh, yeah. And just helping them realize they can work together and become a group quicker. And any company that's gone through a merger acquisition knows that that delay that it takes you to get, quote unquote, up to speed again mm-hmm. is incredibly expensive. So right. anything you can do. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And something like an escape room, you know, people have heard of it. They like the the concept going into it. They're all searching for clues. It's fun. It's engaging. Totally, totally. Yeah. So again, the concepts we've done um, are, are, again, based on, on things like that, that people yeah. can at least relate to to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll be more comfortable and that helps break the ice of this event as well versus right. having them do something they have no idea what it's about. And now you're it's just more difficult again to build that cohesive team. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so, do you have any final trends or predictions for team building in 2018? Yeah, there's a couple more I'm thinking of that I, I, I think are going to become, um, continue to become stronger. Yeah. Um, the first is we, in the last year or two, are seeing more and more large group events. And it's not that companies are deciding to, oh, I think we should get everybody together. We've never done that before. They've always probably done it. Yeah. But now, instead of just having session after session after session after session, they realize that they want to build that bigger sense of community or connections amongst the group that's meeting somewhere, right. typically off-site. And so they're having us insert, you know, a one-hour or two-hour or three-hour activity within that three-day conference, that type of thing, for 100 people, for 300 people, for 500 people. Right. Um, so that's a trend I think is going to keep going. It just makes sense. Um, the second one is, you know, using our team building app technology that we've got going now and has been getting really, really great reviews. I think more and more decentralized teams are going to start team building where they don't have to physically be together. So remote employees. So, so remote employees, right. you know, whether they be sales reps that are all over a country for mm-hmm. an auto parts manufacturing business, they yeah. can actually now do a team building event together but not be in the same room. Right. And they can compete against each other or work together on an activity. Yeah. Or maybe it's office versus office or, <laughs> or a collaborative type thing. So I think there's going to be more and more of that happening, both in the U.S. and Canada, but also internationally. Yeah. Where you can take your uh, office in, uh, in the Bay Area and compete against your London office. Um, or mix up the teams, whereas you've got some people, team members from London, some from the Bay Area that are working together. So that type of thing, I think, is going to be happening more and more. Oh, yeah, that's very cool. And it'll be it'll be fun as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But those are two that I think are going to continue to happen. It just makes sense that they will. Yeah, and they both have a lot to do with building a really strong company culture. Totally. And, that, and that's a trend that's been happening now for quite a while. It mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, it, it's just the way business is now. There's yeah. all, every stat uh, out there is talking about the, the financial benefit of having a strong, engaged team. And it just, it just makes sense. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, Marie. That's it for this episode of Outback Team Building and Training Tips. You can learn more about these trends by downloading your free copy of the top team building trends for 2018 on our website at outbackteambuilding.com under the downloadable resources section. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you may listen to your podcast. Until next time, thank you for listening.